name is Frances Fox, and I'm a galactic shaman. I'm trained in remote viewing and other psychic skills. And today, we are going to be discussing what it is that I see in the other dimensions related to sex. Most people are not aware of the definition of the word sex. So we're going to put it up right now to start this the way my master told me I should start everything, looking up the terms in the dictionary. The word sex, if you go all the way down to the root definition, it means to cut and divide. Isn't that interesting? Why is it that I would put this up on my chat on sex? Because it's accurate. The word sex means to cut and divide. We arrived on the planet according to the Bible. We arrived, and I'm not biblical or Catholic or Christian. I totally respect Jesus as a shaman. Totally. Because he was a shaman. First thing he took out was spirits. But we arrived on the planet Earth as a being. That's in the Bible. And then, apparently, the story goes, God saw that being was lonely, so he cut him. That being, not him. He cut that being in two. So now you have male and female. And the definition of sex makes sense. So now visualize with me, okay? We separate from God. We are not happy campers. We land here. We're not happy campers. We're even lonelier, separated from God. Nobody around. We have no sexuality. ETs don't have sexuality, by the way. I think there's something about this planet that turns us into sexual beings. Don't know the plan. So God goes ahead and cuts us. Now there's two beings. Ah, one female, one male. And we trolley on through our history on planet Earth. But we're going to be returning to God or source very soon. That's what all of this is about. The whole end of a cycle, uh, entering these other dimensions, is all about a return to source. But when we left God, source, we didn't have sexuality. We were a being, a human being, one. So in order to return to God, we have to go back to being a being. There cannot be sex. We can't be cut and divided. And that is why the whole movement with gays and bisexuals started. That line to cut and divide kept getting messed up. I'll have sex with that, that those people and then I'll have sex with this group of people, the bisexuals. I'm gay. I'm not going to have sex with people I'm supposed to have sex with. We're talking years ago. I'm going to have sex with this other group. They crossed the line. <gasps> my God, what a lack of respect. This is terrible. Oh my God, what do we do? Well, we're on our way to a reunion with Source. We cannot go there divided. We can't go there as male or female. We have to, within ourselves, resolve that cut and that desire and that divide. And it's being resolved externally by all of these sexual movements, too many of which end up with no sex. And I keep asking, do the trans have a lot of sex? Do they? What, why aren't we talking about sex rather than what they're doing to their bodies? And, and we're not. 
But once you understand the definition and you understand that we cannot remain sexual and also have a reunion with source, then you go, oh, this is a bit of a mess. Yes, it is a bit of a mess. But they said the apocalypse would be a bit of a mess. So not only can you now see spirits and there's going to be aliens, but now the whole sexual thing just gets thrown up in the air. And hopefully when it lands, we will all be like the aliens. A combination of male and female? Or having nothing to do with male or female? I don't know. That's where we're going. It can be something of a mess. So let's go ahead and get into what might be some of your questions. You know already what the definition of sex is. I do have a book written called Psychic Sexual Secrets. There is not a single thing in that book that has to do with the act of sex on the physical dimension. It has to do with what goes on in the other dimensions, what you need to know, including your astrological tendencies, including the particular spirits that are attached when you have sexual problems. So let's talk about that for a minute because the whole thing with spirit invasion and spirit attack is really, really important. I do think we're having some problem with connectivity. So I don't know if somebody can go ahead and check and see how this is looking either on YouTube or my Facebook page um, because we're not able to connect with the people in the chat and I know that there are people there waiting or they're there and what they're saying is not coming through. So what about the spirits that are associated with sex? Well, the Catholic Church actually has those spirits in their classification of spirits. You didn't know they, they had a classification of spirits? They do. Do they share it? No. Do they tell you how to protect yourself from them? No. They talk crap about the spirits, but they don't tell you what to do about it. So those spirits are called the succubus and the incubus. You've heard of them, right? Oh my God, those are really bad. Yes. When you have a sexual problem, the spirits that are classified that are the most problematic are the ones that are going to be able to invade you because you have a sexual problem. Now, what could be a sexual problem? Frigidity. Okay. Impotence. Okay. Premature ejaculation. Okay. All of those things allow succubus and incubus to invade. Where do they come in? They don't come in directly through the second chakra. They come in through the portal that's behind your left ear. And they trolley on down through your throat chakra, all the way down the chakra system. They land in your second chakra, your sexual chakra. And they go to sleep there because they don't need to be active to screw up your life. They just need to pop up at very precise moments to ruin your sex life, to ruin your sexual sexual partnerships. Now, one of the things that is the most destructive to your protection from these particular spirits, the incubus and the succubus, is shame. 
the lowest vibration of the planet in terms of emotion is the vibration of shame. Apparently, we feel that God, source, rejected us because maybe we weren't good enough. So we have supposedly that shame. Everything that has to do with sex is totally tied into self-esteem and shame. And it's the spirits that made that happen. When you are insecure about your sexuality, which I think most young people must be because there's just so many choices. And the choices don't seem to be, let's have more sex, let's improve sex. It has to do with who's going to be your partner. I'm not close enough to people that are that young, but I, I, it worries me because instinctively I feel there's not a connection with the act of sex. It's like all the other trappings. And I know that most people, the people that originally were gay and were bisexual, there were huge issues of shame because society didn't have that type of activity open to be gay, to be bisexual. It was considered a perversion. It's not, but it was for a long time. So the person, even if they were totally comfortable within themselves having to do with their sexuality, not comfortable with the way society viewed them. And therein kicks in the shame. The shame opens up a huge portal. So if you chose a sexuality that is not the traditional heterosexual that has been the norm for thousands of years on this planet, not our planet, you have a problem if you feel shame. If you don't, if you're not totally convinced, and most gay people are not totally convinced, they still have to live in a society that still has that lingering there, even if they look like they're totally comfortable. That's, by the way, the reason why I wrote a book together with um, Veronica de Castillo and Cecil Cachedorian called Sex, the Path to God. And it was about this sex being to cut, to divide, and it was about... Um, explaining how the process of becoming gay, bisexual is really a sign of evolution. I'm not, I'm not gay or bisexual. I'm heterosexual, but I'm an observer. And human evolution is front and center in my life. And this information and the book, the part of it that I wrote, was really for the family and the parents of people that are gay, bisexual, all of that that is not what we have followed traditionally for centuries. I wanted the families to understand why it would be that their family members would choose a path that is so difficult, but so evolved. So all of these people that are not heterosexual are leading us towards our reunion with Source and with God. Because we don't accept it, then a lot of them get invaded. And as you know, the worst spirits are the incubus succubus. Those are the ones that invade your second chakra. So why don't we work a little bit on your second chakra? Do you even know where it is? I'm going to see if I can open the chat. I think our, our connectivity is not good enough. Let me ask my staff, are you able to see this? Um... 
Is this transmitting well? Um, Veronica? I'm asking Veronica to see if this is trans transmitting okay. So let's go into your second chakra, yours, not theory, not concept. So your second chakra is two inches, the center of it is two inches below your belly button. So now go ahead and make sure you're seated with both feet on the ground. And take your breath and your consciousness and orange light to two inches below your belly button. That's your sacral chakra that handles your sexuality, creativity, manifestation. Keep breathing. Breathe into two inches below your belly button. You're breathing orange light. Orange is the color of that chakra. Orange is the color of creativity. Orange is the color of sex. Orange is the color that the Buddhist monks wear. It's a sacred color. They don't wear that color because of sex. It's a sacred color. By the way, what they they have internal exercises, the Buddhist monks, where they keep that energy moving. Because if you don't keep the energy moving, you end up, your second chakra end up getting sick. Okay, so now you're going to take your fingers and you're going to tap two inches below your belly button. And you'll notice that my breath has changed because now I'm more fully inside my physical body. And keep breathing. Keep tapping two inches below your belly button. Keep sending orange light and your breath there. Okay, now I am going to put on a video, which is sensory therapy. And everything in the video is stimulating and purifying of your sacral chakra, which is your sexual chakra. I'm going to put it on for three minutes. So for three minutes, you're going to be watching the video. You won't be hearing me. You'll be listening to the musical notes and the sounds. And there's a lot of sound of water that you may notice because water is the element of that chakra. And just keep breathing. I'm not going to add a mantra, okay? Because I don't know if you can walk and chew gum at the same time. You're too, many of you are very new to our channel. So later on, you'll be able to do six different things with your mind. Mental yoga, because you will be a mantrista. At this point, just breathe into two inches beneath the belly button and watch and listen to these images and sounds that are healing to that part of you. Three minutes, okay? very relaxing. Now, I'm going to suggest that everybody do this mantra, and we're going to try it for two more minutes. 
And the mantra is, even though I'm ashamed, take that, those words, and send them silently, like a telegraph, to two inches below your belly button. At the same time, you're also sending the orange light and your breath there. Even though I'm ashamed, I love and accept myself. Even though I'm ashamed, I love and accept myself. You repeat the words in your head, but you send them as a telegram. So repeat them in your second chakra, two inches below your belly button. You're going to go, how do I do that? Just do it. You don't know how because you never did it before. So I'm telling you, you can do it. Therefore, you're going to do it. That's it. Called the power of induction. You can do this. So breathe in, two inches below your belly button, orange light, plus your breath, plus the word sent as a telegram, even though I'm ashamed, I love and accept myself. And we're going to do two minutes with the sensory therapy, which, by the way, we have on our YouTube, 10 hours long. It's also on Spotify and iTunes. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't seem to have a button for making it softer and ending it more gracefully. How do you feel? I am looking down and there is orange light coming out of my second chakra, the sacral sexual. How does it feel? You feeling any tingling? Were you able to see things? Did you release a memory? One of the issues with uh, sexual problems of impotence and frigidity is, let's say you're married and uh, your guy has a hard time and is struggling in bed. He's not getting stimulated. Okay, whatever it is happens. He, it ends up happening. It ends up not happening. doesn't really matter. Your person just had a trauma in that bed. And for a male, not being able to perform is like, I'm not sure that there's anything worse, is there? Or at least that's the way it used to be. Remember, I'm older. That trauma, because it's a trauma, unless you purified your bed, the next time you hop into the bed with your mate, they're going to be in the soup of the trauma of not being able to perform. And uh, then you wonder why your mate can perform better with other people or in other places. Well, maybe your bed is haunted by the memory and the attaching spirits of the lack of performance of the male, also the female, but the females don't seem to take it as hard. It's not quite as big a trauma for a female. So having sex in a haunted bed is not real good for improving your performance. So what do you have to do? You need to learn how to purify your entire life. But like today, here on Twitter, we are discussing your sex life. We're discussing that aspect of the second chakra, which is two inches below your belly button. So you never knew the location before. So you don't have to believe a word I said. But now you know the location of your second chakra because there's no question. It doesn't matter who you ask. They're going to say, oh, yeah, that's a location. Francis didn't give you wrong information. That's, that, that's where it's at. So now if you want to be more active sexually or more attractive sexually, then just spend all your day kind of land in your second chakra, just land there. Well, how do I land there? What I'm teaching you to do is to get familiar with your mind. I want your mind to have a lot of consciousness 
two inches below your belly button. So now just go ahead and do that. Just have the intention. Breathe into that area. That'll draw you down there. Now, you may end up having some bad memories, which means that you released from your tissue. You released trauma. This is good, and you didn't have to pay anybody. You did it yourself because you focused on that part of you, of your physical body. You energized it with your attention. How are you feeling? Go back there. You know what's really good for the second chakra are drums. We do have this music. It's called the music for the sacral chakra, and it's on our YouTube in Spanish. And it's got a mantra in Spanish. We need to get it over on the English site with nothing, but it's okay. You can live with that. Um, but you need to spend a lot of time energizing that energy center because it's also the center of manifestation and of creativity. Now, the whole creativity thing is really interesting, and then we're going to finish. I have worked for decades with people on TV and radio. Wow, they all look so sexual. I mean, if they're on camera, they are really looking very sensual and sexual. A lot of them are not really that sexual. Why? Is that a coincidence? No, it's not. Because that energy sent to the, the second one takes care of two things, manifestation, creativity, sexuality. So if you're a creative and you're just, you just love creating, you just ate up all of the energy of that chakra. So every chakra has 100% of energies. Everything has 100%. One thing has 100% of whatever. That cheese is 100% cheese. Okay, so it may have some other stuff in it, but basically we call it cheese, 100% cheese. Second chakra is not 100% anything. So if you emphasize creativity, which is what the people in television do and in movies, they're creatives, you didn't really leave a lot of energy for your sexuality. So it's a question of you prioritizing where that energy that is coming from that energy center, where are you going to put it? Well, you really are supposed to be balanced. You're supposed to be putting it towards sexuality. And if you were in a creative field, also creativity. You need creative creativity in all of your life, especially if things get difficult and everything gets thrown up in the air in some kind of chaos, you really need to be creative to find your way out of because the authorities are not going to be able to help you. So you do need your creativity, even if you're not working on television. But just know that you can end up Oh, darn, I was going to say screwing yourself. Actually, you're not going to be able to screw anybody. Excuse me if I shouldn't have said that on, on this podcast chat. You're not going to be able to do anything if you spend all your time creating. Another thing that you can do to make sure that you do have enough energies in that energy center is go to the beach. That's why people have more sex at the beach because you have the water and the water is the element of that chakra. And you have the movement of the water flow. That chakra is supposed to flow. And then we go to what the dolphins have to say about sex. 
And I'm going to end here because I'm not going to argue with anybody about what the dolphins say because those are their opinions. And this particular opinion of theirs, I am not in agreement with, but it certainly would have changed life on the planet. The dolphins say that we're not supposed to limit ourselves sexually. That the act of sex is basically love, but on a physical body level. And the fact that we love somebody on a physical body level, which means having sex with them, does not mean we have to be committed to them, like get married or end up being officially their mate. That does not sit well with society. Basically, that breaks down society. Because one of the things that holds society together today is the family. And the family unit is father, mother, kids. It's all falling apart anyway. But you might want to look at our book, which is on Amazon, called um, The Gods Speak, Dolphin Wisdom Revealed. And you can see all of their opinions on sex. They're very opinionated. Actually, everything they say makes sense. It's just not real good for society as we know it. So we are going to end here. And I'm sorry I wasn't able to take any of your questions because the chat was not functioning due to connectivity and we do understand that there's going to be increasing problems with that having to do with whatever is going on in terms of the energies that are entering the planet. So what is the definition of the word sex? To cut and to divide at the root in terms of the real meaning of that word. It means to cut and divide. What are you going to do with that? I have no idea. But I'm sure that you kind of already know your place in the evolution of sexuality on the planet. And there's no reason for you to change the place where you are comfortable. The fact that I know that being gay, bisexual, etc., is more evolved is not going to change my sexual inclinations, which are to be heterosexual. You don't have to change anything. What you have to do is accept what it is that feels good to you and kind of require that the people around you accept it also. It would not be good for you to be living in an ambiance where there's a total rejection of the most important part of you, other than your heart chakra, which is your second chakra, which is the sacral, sacred part of you, which is where your Kundalini is. Okay? Those are my recommendations. You can take them with a grain of salt or it might make a difference for you. So I'm going to say goodbye. We're at 30 minutes. And... I have an awful lot to say about sex, an awful lot of stories, which I will be sharing with you, but I wanted to give you a start here. You located your sexual chakra. This is a big deal. I was going to say, now use it. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I have no idea what's appropriate today in the middle. Is this a sexual revolution? No, it's actually sexual evolution. Where, what are we supposed to do? We don't know. The most important thing is that you... Accept what your inclinations are, who you like to have sex with is your business, and that you not be ashamed. Because that shame, it can take you down. And it is not appropriate. Because not being heterosexual is not something to be ashamed of. On the contrary, you can say, I'm more evolved. Okay? So, my name is Frances Fox. It was really good being here. I enjoy talking about sex, mainly because people don't know enough about it and almost everything I say is like a little bit wow I didn't know that or wow that's shocking or where did that come from that's good I like to shock people that means that they're awake okay so I'm saying goodbye love you a lot
But stay with us a few minutes longer because at the end of all of our podcasts, we give you a sensory therapy healing. You're going to be able to hear the sound of water. And notice how your shoulders relax. Thank you for being with us.